And joining us now for the very latest is the the great congresswoman from the Republican Party representing New York and, of course, the rest of America, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. Congresswoman, so great to have you here. Happy New Year, Rita. Happy New Year to you, too. And, boy, you guys have had a busy and boisterous last few days. Kind of take us to where you think things are right now, Congresswoman. Uh, well, I do believe that, uh, you know, the representatives from both sides are making progress. Uh, look, there's two groups of individuals within the 20, right? There are uh, those who have legitimate concerns. They they do want to see more power return to the membership, as we all do. We all want to be uh, be able to represent our districts and move and advance our legislation and have uh, a proper airing for our ideas. And then there's like two or three who are just never Kevin, will never really, uh, they're not serious. They're not, they're not really willing to uh, move forward because they're not really interested in governing. They just want to continue to, you know, get, get media, sell books and do whatever they do. Um, and so we're focused on working with those who uh, are, 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 are truly uh, serious about getting to a resolution here so we can move forward. The issue is, is that for months, the, the conference has worked all together to, uh, you know, discuss our ideas of how we can make the place a better, more better functioning body. Right. We were none of us were happy with the way that Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, ran her arena. Uh, we didn't want that to happen when Republicans were in charge. Uh, and Lita McCarthy uh, has, in good faith, worked with us to hear our concerns, to incorporate our ideas, and to make changes to the House rules to make it function better. Some of the things were you know, giving us at least three days to read legislation. We don't want what Nancy Pelosi did, which was jam these thousand page, you know, page, uh, page bills down our throats, spending $1.7 trillion without giving an opportunity for us to even read it. The other thing we wanted was we wanted to make sure that the Congressional Budget Office would provide a score for um, what the impact on inflation would be for every bill that we take up. And the other thing that was requested uh, was if we're going to spend money on new programs, right, new money, somewhere. We don't want to continue contributing and adding to a $31 trillion debt that is unsustainable and is destroying our country. So the the majority, vast majority, I think almost everyone agreed on those changes and other rules changes. There's a there's a long list, um, and so the leader has been very open and honest and working with everyone uh, in in a in a, a very good way to empower the members to help us be able to advance legislation. But the point is, is w- what point do we move forward here? Now we are in the what's supposed to be the third day of session. Uh, and, and this is still going on and on and on, and it's dragging out to a point where it's affecting our ability to, to govern. We have bills that we've worked on for two years that we've been very eager to get to the floor for a vote. Uh, we, by now, we should have passed our Border Security Act. We should have passed my Prosecutors Must Prosecute Act to expose the rogue DAs in our country who refuse to do their job. Uh, we should have passed our bill to repeal and defund the 87,000 IRS army that Biden is attempting to put in place. Uh, we should have been able to uh, pass a bill to um, prohibit Biden from raiding the strategic petroleum reserves and even selling oil that we need in this country to China. Uh, all those things that we should have been been doing this first week. And instead, here we are 
um, still having uh, these, this 10% holding out. Uh, and it's, it's just not right that they're preventing the Congress from moving forward at this point because there's been a lot, as, as you played before, a clip from uh, Maria, a lot of, a lot of um, discussions and concessions and agreements have been made, but it's been made by the entire body. Now they're holding you know, the rest of us all, all hostage, not allowing us to move forward to do the job we were elected to do. So do you think, Congresswoman Maliotakis, that given what you just said, um, that it's a huge, a good bulk of the 20 um, are talking about, obviously, genuine issues, you know, power um, for more people representing their, obviously, constituents' interests, making sure it's not this bloated spending bill. Um, lots of noble, I think, intentions on those parts. Do you believe, at least that core group, that ultimately they'll be able to switch over to McCarthy and he could maybe ink it out? Or do you think it's going to go somewhere else? What's sort of your thought now? Well, my thought is, look, a lot of, as I said, those a lot of those changes were supported by the entire uh, conference and, and are have been added to the rules package, which we cannot adopt, by the way, until we actually have a speaker. So that's the it's sort of like, you know, we want to make these rules changes, but we can't do it until we actually have a speaker and we are sworn in. And then comes the rules vote. So um, I guess this rules list is getting longer and longer as the days go by. Um, but I do believe that, you know, there, there is an ability to get to the 218 uh, as we continue down this path. I just believe that it needs to be done sooner rather than later because, you know, we, we do need to, to, to begin to, to govern. We can't continue down this path, um, you know, for weeks or even months. I mean, this has to end. In fact, today, you know, the IRS wouldn't even help uh, our office with a constituent who was a victim of, uh, of uh, identity theft uh, because they're saying we're not sworn in members. And so that's that's really disturbing on two fronts. One, that we have a group of people who are ho- holding us hostage and, and make, you know we're unable to move forward with our, our being sworn in to do our job. And the other thing is that the Biden administration would even allow this to happen. After all, they're his constituents as well. So his federal agencies should be continuing to serve those constituents uh, and the issues that they're facing. So, you know, that that, that was another added complication uh, in today. But I'm, I'm hopeful that in, you know, the next day uh, we will see some progress. We'll see uh, the needle moving more in uh, Leader McCarthy's direction. And that will 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 really come out of this stronger and more united. Yeah. What do you say to the American public who's going, wait, 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 just as you said, they want to hurry up and get things done. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of people also understand the the ones that have the noble intentions and don't want this uh, bloated package shoved through, as you talked about so aptly, you know, what happened with Nancy Pelosi was like, oh, here's this enormous bill and nobody really gets to see it. Um, no time to read it and it just gets shoved through. And I think there are some with, with some really genuine concerns. But what do you say to the American public who's just sort of shaking? their head tonight and say, hey, wait a minute, we voted the, in the Republicans because we want a divided government and we do want you to hurry up and get and you know, all these different investigations like you talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just as frustrated as they are, because, uh, as I said, you know, we had a lot of legislation ready to go to tackle the issues that uh, were created, problems that were created 
under one-party Democrat rule. We want to be able to pass those bills and put them on the Senate's desk. I think this is our opportunity to show that we can govern, that we have the policy solutions. It was under Leader McCarthy's uh, direction and, and, and under his leadership that we actually put together task forces to develop and craft legislation to deal with uh, the border crisis, to deal with the the, the inflation, to deal with um, you know energy energy independence or the lack thereof because of Joe Biden. All these things we have been working on, and we're very eager to move this forward and put it on the Senate's desk, uh, so we can show the American people that we actually have solutions and we're serious about these problems. Uh, unfortunately, this has been a tremendous setback. Uh, having uh, you know ten. 10% who are who are basically holding uh, the rest of us uh, hostage here. And like I said, you know, we, we talked about some of the good government reforms, and we all supported them. We, that's why we put them in the rules package. And we want to see now, now let's move forward and actually govern. And so um, I'm hopeful that we can get to this resolution, that those members will come along and join uh, us in supporting Leader McCarthy because he's the closest to 218. Nobody else has emerged that even comes you know, even even touches uh, three digits, right? Everyone is what twenty twenty or thirty votes. Even today, whatever whoever wasn't voting for Leader McCarthy was about twenty, and it was now split. Even you know, and this is the other thing: you're hearing these members, some of some of the members, nominate people who are supporting Leader McCarthy. So it just it just makes uh, a circus out of the situation when you hear members nominating Donald Trump to be the Speaker of the House, uh, who by the way is supporting. Leader McCarthy, when you hear them nominating Jim Jordan to be the speaker, when Jim Jordan is supporting Leader McCarthy, um, when you hear them, uh, Kevin Hearn, another candidate that came up today. Steve Scalise, uh, same thing. Leader McCarthy. Right. <laughs> so so it's really it's really becoming a sideshow here. And those members who keep nominating these people who are supporting Leader McCarthy are not are not being taken seriously. Um, they've made it a, a joke. And that is not what the American people sent us to Washington to do. So I'm very committed to 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 you know, advocate for this to end, for us to move forward. We have a lot of good government reforms that we've adopted. It's going to run a lot better, I think, than uh, and, and the, it really empowers the members, uh, but also has some checks and balances in there and has some preventive measures. So we don't have to get a bill coming down the pike, shoved down our throats at the 11th hour without an opportunity to read it or debate it. Uh, and, and, and thousands of bills that are all smashed together, all different topics that are not germane. No, leader said we're going to bring up a bill that is specific to one issue. And then we're going to bring up a um a budget that where we get the actual scores from the Congressional Budget Office to see the impact it would have, if any, on inflation. We're going to look, we're going to cut spending if we're going to spend new money. We're not going to just continue adding to our debt, um, you know, giving us the three days to read the bills. These are all good government reforms. We all want them. So it's, it's disingenuous when some of the members get up and say, well, they want a secure border and they don't want to see this one point nine trillion dollar a 1.7 trillion dollar bill be jammed down our throats just as it was right before christmas because none of us want that leader mccarthy doesn't want it either so uh, their fight is truly with the democrats not with the other members of the republican party uh, we are all in agreement on these issues we want to secure the border we want to ramp up energy independence we want to make sure we tackle inflation we want to start paying off our debt yeah. we want to do all these things but in order to do it we need to elect a speaker and we need to be sworn in and we need to adopt these rules changes and we need to start passing the legislation we said we would.
Yeah, and let's hope that that happens soon. Uh, U.S. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis uh, from New York, um, great Republican, and we love always having you on the show. Congresswoman, thank you very much. Please keep us posted. Thanks, Rita. Great to be with you. Have a great night. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.